Hello everyone, welcome to the Lux Life podcast where we have conversations around relationships, success, connections and the finer things in life with the incredible women of our sorority and beyond. My name is Rihanna and I will be joined in the studio today by our guest Gracie. Hi. Yes, the illustrious. Let everybody know who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Grace Olakani and I am a photographer, um, mainly in fashion, beauty, music and press. Um, I'm 22 years old and just thriving, really. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> so we're like the same age then. Yes, but pause, your name's Rihanna. <laughs> I, I know, yeah, exactly. See, my name precedes me in the worst way possible because it's like, oh, okay, so can you sing? No. <laughs> can you sing? Is that what people ask you? From like age six up until now, it's <sighs> always been like, oh, can you sing? Oh, you must be like a firecracker. It's like, is that Not Rihanna taking your name. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, is this my destiny now? Is this it forever? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Has that ever bothered you? You know what? Uh, when I was younger and it first started to be a problem, I was annoyed by it. Then I kind of got used to it. Mm. I think now, and it kind of goes into the conversation we're having today. Yeah. In terms of professional prospects, sometimes I think, mm. are people going to have certain, you know, kind of preconceptions about me or, yeah. you know, because there's still name discrimination to a certain mm-hmm. extent. Definitely. And Rihanna isn't like... Oh, strange name. There are definitely lots of Rihanna's out yeah. there. So, yeah, but I always wonder, is there something... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So when you're like, book restaurants, you say, hey, it's Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> I say Rihanna, they're like, oh, there's always that ooh afterwards. I kind of like, oh, your name's Rihanna. It's like, yes. And yes, yeah. Exactly, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know, like, in future, if I'm going to kind of go down to initials, because my middle name initial is J, so if I just go to, like, RJ, or something like that oh, yeah so Ooh. that might be an idea to do just to kind of i don't know mitigate it because i do like my name i, I say do. stick with rihanna just let yeah. people know like it that is name is. is really popping so you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> literally in a world of like john's and susan's Dumb. and paul's no disrespect to any john's or paul's or susan's <laughs> listening to this <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, like, I like yeah. my name, so I might just stick with it, like you said. So yeah. I totally get what you mean about like professional um, right places and stuff like that with your name, you know, because even, you know, when you're African as well, mm. or um, majority African, because that like name is really stand, like, stands out, yeah. you know, yeah. having a last name like Olu, Ade, you know, people just look, mm, I'm not going to hire. Yeah. You know I mean, and it's just... I really wonder what people think when they are in the hiring process. Yes. And just, is it really my name that put you off? Yeah, yeah. I really wonder that. And, you know, that's so funny because that's definitely an issue in the professional kind of corporate world. But I wonder if it's the same thing in creative kind of spaces as well, obviously mm. being a photographer. And there have been data kind of research studies shown that when you go with a name like let's say Susan, that's more kind of Western, Christian, that kind of thing, versus yeah. your traditional name, that you might get a different response, which is so sad because, you know, it's really common in black communities, especially African yeah. communities, where people just accept that I'm going to have to go by my Western name if I want to get into certain spaces. Yeah, You know what? I might have to disagree with you on the creative part. Okay. Right places, yes, but I feel like, especially photographers and photography, a lot of people have outstanding names and the ones with outstanding names actually stand out the most. Mm. So like you would have 
a lot of them are just foreign names, just not English names, you know? Yeah. So you have photographers like... Um, like me, for example, Grisha Lakani, <laughs> it just stands out. Yeah. And um, there's just loads of, sorry, there's just like so many photographers' names just in and out of my head and I haven't pronounced them. I'm not going to try, but there are actually a lot of photographers with um, different names. You don't really see them have the same surnames as other people. It's not basic. I feel like when you're a photographer, right. like when you do have an outstanding name, it's easier for people to remember you. Like that's that. That's so interesting. The idea that almost the more foreign you sound or the more out of the ordinary you sound the more clout almost you get in creative spaces versus in the corporate world it's just very kind of yeah vanilla it's very <laughs> respectfully, respectfully. <Not> vanilla <laughs> slip of the tongue no, anyway. <laughs> so you know if you're someone who likes to stand out who likes to kind of make your own kind of way in the crowd and that kind of thing maybe being a creative is the kind of path for you have you found that that you're more of a kind of original character and you kind of just like to be your own person yeah I feel like the older I get the more I realize that um you know you learn different things as you get older and I have learned that I'm very very creative the more like just different stuff making mood boards um it's not just photography's other things and I do believe that I can combine it together to make a bigger platform for myself but I do think that 100% that's so interesting so I do have a question since we were talking about African communities <laughs> where are you from <laughs> Nigeria or oh yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. of course yes with the Rihanna thing I do get that with Grace as well mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people know that I'm Nigerian because my name is Grace and they're just like yeah, you're definitely Nigerian. You know how Nigerians like to go out with the yeah. grace, diamond. So I actually know someone called um, Diamond. There's three siblings, Diamond, um, Silver, and Gold. Oh, really? Is the name. Come on. And then you got st- other names like Precious. You yes, got, Mercy. what else have you got? I've, I've met a success <laughs> before. I know success. <laughs> <laughs> I know Faithful. Yes, of course. I know someone called Goodness, Mercy, and, was it? Goodness, Mercy, and... Goodness, mercy, and kindness, something like that. Okay. Like her full name is actually that. Like oh, wow. goodness, gracious, and. Wow. Okay. <laughs> the and is on her name. They said it is by force that you mm-hmm. will prosper in this life. Amen to that. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, even with the idea of like people minding their business and things, do you get questions about you know what are you gonna do being a photographer? Is that really a practical quote unquote job to have that kind of thing? Um, I feel like I do get that a lot, and I got that a lot more when I was younger. Um. We had a discussion saying when I was telling you that I actually went to church and I feel like a lot of the um a lot of the times um when it comes to career choices, a lot of people, older generations of Nigerians kinda tell you about what you're doing mm. and then they're like, Are you sure this can like benefit you in the future? Mm. And when I was growing up I kinda didn't want to pursue photography because of those words and you know they're adults as well and I'm young so of course I'm going to be like oh my god what is my decision I'm making wrong so like I did get that a lot Mm -hmm. but I had to just do what I had to do and just do my own thing and I actually found that doing my own thing made me bigger than what I am or it made me realize that I can prosper even more you know when you do uh, like something people like to call a hobby mm-hmm. people don't realize that you, it could be just more than a hobby it could be more than that you know people do sewing people do hair but you can take that even further you can create a business that can be worldwide it's so incredible what you can do especially as a creative yeah 
It's so crazy. I absolutely agree with you. And I think another thing that we don't talk about enough is, you know, we've all heard doctor, lawyer, engineer. You've got three yeah. options. Honestly, <laughs> and I get that a lot, you yeah. know. <laughs> and with me, like, I, um, I'm very grateful because the church I went to, I'm surrounded by successful people, mm-hmm. people who actually went on to do law, um, law, um, nursing, and so on, the medical um, scenes, and you know, I can't lie, it kind of hit a bit when everyone was doing all this, and I was doing something crazy because I'm like, am I dumb? <laughs> you know, am I dumb? And they can make you feel that way. And they can make me feel that way, and people don't realize, especially those uncles and aunties don't realize what they're saying they actually can be quite offensive sometimes Mm -hmm. and i feel like one thing that a lot of people don't speak about is actually like the church community the church community today is your day and on this day of the lord as well oh it's a sunday today (laughs) be ready you know you know obviously we're talking about minding your own business the one people that don't mind their own business is church people oh my goodness (laughs) you know what this can be a whole topic. I can make an essay about this. Oh, you know, God. Like, Bobby, let's keep <laughs> making note of this. <laughs> Bobby, discussion for another time. I, I, I honestly think it's almost like a fear response sometimes. Because you think? I think so. Because, like, when you think about the job options that they see as being the most practical in mm-hmm. the corporate world, if you really look at it, you know, being a doctor is not as well paid for a lot of doctors as people might think or as that generation once thought you really have to be like a, a consultant in cardiology or something yeah. like that to make that kind of big money most lawyers never see a courtroom they tend to you know be paralegals or, or you know they tend to stay in firms um i don't know much about being an engineer shout out to my stem girlies by the way <laughs> like i could never but i respect you guys so much um so with the information that they have those are the best jobs to have but yeah. again going back to the generational thing this new generation those aren't necessarily the jobs that are going to guarantee you long-term success anymore. Yeah. So with the way that the job market is changing and tech mm-hmm. is becoming massive, mm-hmm. I mean, that generation doesn't know a whole lot about tech. Honestly. Right? Like, and uh, you know what? Kind of on that, I'm kind of grateful that I actually went to photography because that's kind of digital and everything. Yeah. And I see the world becoming so digital and new jobs being created in the new version of life you know of the what's it called the new web three or something like that as well you know there's a whole different era of technology and digital stuff coming up yeah and the jobs not been available yet all the jobs Mm -hmm. years ago they don't they they even know what the phone was exactly (laughs) do you know what i mean like honestly and i feel like i've noticed this as well um being at uni or speaking to, I speak to a lot of people and one thing I love is hearing what people's got to say and a lot of people tell me that they can go into law and university but do you know how hard it is to get a job in right. law it's yes. hard because sometimes you need to know people to actually get those jobs and other jobs like that there's a lot of competitors as well there's loads of people you gotta compete with in terms of getting um through the um thinny ladder mm-hmm. yeah do you know what I mean and it's hard and people don't realise that until it's too late. This is why a lot of people, you see people going to uni and do all these things and then later on go and do um, hair and they're actually making more money from that. And you, with um, technology now on social media, you can make money. You of can course. make m- coin. Like money is really, I've, I heard someone say money is really easy to make. I mean, I don't know that yet because I haven't, my, my million pounds is not in my bank yet. It's coming, it's, <laughs> it's coming. coming. Manifest that, yes. <laughs> but, you know, with social media, there's actually not a re- there's no reason for you not to make money in mm-hmm. this world, especially with social media now as well. But 
um, like we were talking about technology and everything, I feel like the new jobs are definitely there. Yes. Tech, these girls are really making the coins, um, coding, everything. We're making this world up, you know, it's starting now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so glad I'm in that era and I did photography. I picked photography early on before I clocked that we're really going that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like for me, I want to advance my skills as well because, you know, I don't want to just take photos. I do also want to learn coding. I want to do 3D making because I know it's going to help in the future for yeah. for the world because that's what we are on now. Of course. Money is going, technology is going to the digital world. Yes. You know, memories as well. Everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think kind of going back to the <coughs> idea of it being a fair response for the older generation, mm. they just don't know. They don't know. Like, they they really, don't know. They don't know about a lot of the stuff that's coming up nowadays. Like, yeah. you know, I help my mom fix her Facebook and she's talking exactly. about black women in tech. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and we grew up with social media. They yeah. didn't. They yes. don't know anything. And I totally understand that because I feel like, if in no in the ne- near future when something else comes in, I'm not going to know it because I didn't grow up with it. Yeah, I'm going to be new to it, and I totally understand why they're going to have fear. Yeah, you know. But I feel like as we get older, we need to actually teach them like this is the world now. Yes. And I feel like low key they're kind of seeing it, mm-hmm. but you know, like they need to learn how the youngers are. I feel like they don't yeah. want to learn. Yeah, and it's a lot more harder when culture is put into it, mm-hmm. and they can't separate the, you know their background and their culture to this new version of generation and British people, you know? Of course, yeah. And by all means, like for anyone that's listening that wants to be a doctor or a lawyer and engineer, go for it. Go for it, my love. Like go and prosper. I know we have a lot of listeners that are incredibly goal-oriented and intelligent and doing amazing things. But just know that there's so much more out there. Yeah. And that don't be kind of confined to what parents or elders might say because they only have a certain set of knowledge and we completely respect that, that that's their kind of worldview. But there's so much more out there as well. And I love that we're able to have conversations with creatives like yourself where we can talk about not just sticking to, you know, the traditional roadmap that's mapped out for a lot of especially nigerian and, and ethnic in general people yeah you know i'd love to know more about your kind of vision for what you like to photograph your unique style that kind of thing because i just love to know people's thought process and creative process how oh, yeah. do you come up with an idea how you kind of realize it and all that stuff no one's actually ever asked me that really yeah i've had like a lot of people talk to me about photography but no one's actually ever asked me about my thought processes oh because you know i feel like um, what I'm doing right now, well, was kind of doing and what I'm moving to. Um, obviously, growing my portfolio, I was working with a lot of clients and I felt like I wasn't really pushing my creativity onto the shoot. A lot of the times, I was just taking the photos and going. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And for me, I think I had different realisations where I realised that what I'm doing really isn't what I want to do in the future because when I went to the studios, the... Um, the clients would do the same thing all over and over again. White background, want to promote this shoot, sell it, boom. Yeah, there's nothing creative like creative about that. You need to set a standard, you know. You know, like how the Americans do like video shoots or take pictures. You need to push it up. And I feel like with the UK as well, they don't really do that. They don't push to the highest form. Like they could be so amazing at singing, but when it comes to videos or taking pictures, pictures can take you so far people do not realize it and like you know i want to change that and with me for my future the way i kind of do my stuff now is plan research references colors 
how everything has to kind of match, bring it all together, do the shoot. Right. That's how I want to carry on doing things at the moment, you know. Okay. Like, I actually go through an intense, like, mode when I do all these stuff. Like, I get a Photoshop art up. I make a PDF of outfits, location, mood board, the color theories, um, everything like that, the lighting, the people who I want involved in it, the models. It actually all takes time. But I want to make sure that with me, you know how people think, like, visualize stuff in their head? I'm one of those people. So one thing I've actually started to do is sketch out how my shoots get supposed, I want my shoots to look like. Mm -hmm. So um, I have a vision in my head and I just sketch it out. Oh, wow. Which I love because it just, that's, when I take the pictures, that's what I want to see. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So you have like end-to-end creative control of what you want it to look yeah. like. Wow. And I felt like before, people wasn't really giving me control of what I wanted to do. Whereas now I'm realizing, no, because I want to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what's missing with a lot of people because people, you know, when clients, it could be top, top client. I remember speaking to one like, really amazing photographer her name is series film love you (laughs) and um you know i met her at a party and i was saying oh you know how's work whatever and she was telling me work is all good work's all good whatever and i was like we're talking about shoots and she was saying like she loves working with these big brands but the problem about, about work with them is they actually have an idea of what they want and you've got to shoot it whereas you don't really bring your own control into it which is kind of irritating sometimes because people forget like as photographers we're more than photographers we actually when we see a vision of how we want this to look like we're really serious you know what i mean be yeah. sure to really listen to us sometimes right? yeah yeah and you know what? i think there's a lot of overlap with the corporate world as well when yeah. you're working with a big client and they have a certain vision but you know that there's a certain kind of new stance or new like kind of yeah if you want that you can bring to it but they're very set in their ways yeah (laughs) you even have to think about the fact that you know the marketing techniques that they're trying to use some of their target audience weren't even born back then Mm -hmm. like i know it's hard to think about that there are people born in 2004 who are about to be adults are they adults now yeah you know what yeah yeah turning 18 this year shout out to the 2004 (laughs) babies happy birthday yes um but yeah so they have to kind of keep up for the first time, I think, ever in, in marketing, in, in this kind of creative industry, mm. with people who have one camera by themselves in their houses or in their homes, wherever, and they have basically built a dynasty. They've built an industry kind of leading brand off of themselves, and they're mm. having to keep up, keep up with that, with their millions of pounds in revenue and things, and mm-hmm. that's hard for them to do. That's a hard kind of disruptive kind of introduction for them to work with, I think. yeah, You know, having you know done tons of applications at this point between when I got my first graduate job up until now um they always ask you know do you come up with new ideas are you able to innovate you know can you think laterally that kind of thing but when you actually get into the job how willing are they to listen to those ideas oh yeah it's all well and good for me to be able to do that but are you also adaptable to being told from the bottom up mm. that you're open to new ideas as well exactly and to, to adjust and adapt that's a very very good point even when you take pictures as well it's like when you have no clout no one cares mm-hmm. at all like right. no one's like oh, i'm not gonna work with you you who are you do you know what i mean but yeah. no one's trying to help is what i want to say no one's trying to help you move forward and one thing i've kind of realized i think i was bringing to more people about this but one thing i've also realized is that with the influence influencers and artists kind of we have today yeah you know 
a lot of them are kind of older. I feel like there's a lot of people in their 20s, um, early 20s, who are not given a chance because the older lot are kind of taken over or they're not ready to retire yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you've been here for on. ages now. Like, yeah, come on. They they're not giving on. anyone a chance. They're not letting anyone <laughs> young try and get in. No. You know, even they even do that with the clubs as well. They're like, oh, my gosh, what? Um, own, over 18s only. Then when you turn 18, they're like, oh, 21 only. Then now yep. you're 21. They want to say 25 only. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> when will I catch a break? <laughs> they don't want to let us in at all. Right. And that's just the issue. I feel like if they learn to listen to us or they learn to be adaptable, things will flow. And I feel like that's actually why the UK is um, not ahead of America because okay. everyone is kind of stuck to each other or they have their own little... Like cliques. Kind cliques. Of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not, they don't go far. They don't reach out to new people at all. And I think for me, the reason why I actually um, went far is because I came from a whole... I'm very adaptable. Okay. You know, Um I'm from Gloucester. I'm not actually from London, but okay. I actually managed to establish my business in London. Mm. So because I'm adaptable and I like meeting new people, that's why I've gotten where I am now. Right. But I feel like if I was from London or something like that, I wouldn't really be trying to hear people from other cities. You mm. know what I mean? Because you're thinking, oh, she doesn't know what this life's about. You know, London, <laughs> gang, gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Oh my god. I mean, no one's trying to listen. To be honest, yeah. that needs to change. Yeah, of course. Because it needs you see, to America, they will, they will give people opportunities left, right, and center. I'm always seeing new people come into the industry, the music industry, the um, the entertainment industry, media industry. UK, do you see that? Hardly. No, not really. You hardly see a new artist. What no. we've got the same artists we've had since. God knows when. Honestly, yeah. we don't change. And that's the problem with the UK. We don't change. We don't like new things. Yeah. We don't want to try. And, like, people make it. I keep seeing stuff where um, a lot of young artists are making music now. You know, have you heard the song? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? A lot of yeah. people were actually like saying, oh, that song's trash. What happened to the old me? This is what I mean. No one's trying to like hear something new. Yeah. They're stuck in the old ways, not trying at all. And that song was a banger. And then the thing about the UK as well is until people see you thriving and everyone's like all up in your ass and saying, oh my God, this girl's so amazing. They won't listen. They won't want to hear what you got to say. Mm. They're not, they won't, they won't want to be your fan. They won't want to be anything to do with you right. unless people actually hearing you popping. Yeah. That guy, people was teasing him. Whereas now everyone's like, oh my gosh, I want you, blah, blah. <laughs> I want, can I have an autograph? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just back to my point with people, they're not trying to hear new things. No, yeah. Because I think the closest thing to that in the corporate world, and it's, there's, it's fundamentally the same yeah. attitude. It's, you could be working at a smaller business, mm -hmm. doing an amazing job. Mm. You've got so much freedom and autonomy because that tends to be how it works, especially at smaller companies where you're doing a million jobs in one because you just don't have enough capacity to spread it out. Yeah. But it isn't until you work for that big company, whether it's the JP Morgan, the Google, the you know Twitter, or wherever you're working, mm. that people then are like headhunters oh, wow. want to speak yeah. to you. It's like, oh, oh, you work there? Okay, they, they treat you with a different level of respect. Mm. And the thing is about those big companies is because there are so many employees, yeah. the scope of your work is probably a lot more narrow. Yeah, 100%. You don't do nearly as much, but just that name clout that mm -hmm. you sit on creates so many more opportunities for you where what you actually have in terms of your arsenal of skills, you probably learned that at yeah. that smaller company when and you were grinding. Yeah, and what you just said as well, people 
don't treat you with respect unless you're doing something amazing it's definitely definitely true mm -hmm. even in the um creative size as well like i just said like when you're not a big artist or you're not a big photographer like that people are always gonna think you know you want to use them or something like if you want to reach out to an artist they probably think oh she just wants to use me to gain some stuff some clout from posts you know what i mean mm. they're not actually seeing your talent and they won't treat you with respect at all they just think you're a learner As, like if you're from a if you've gone from beginner to like the um almost an expert for the word but <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. but um like unless you're on the expert part or you're really, really big, they're not going to treat you respect at all. And it's kind of sad to see, you, go, you know? Because I want to be treated with respect. Everybody wants to be treated with respect. Yeah. So yeah. why not giving me respect? Yeah. And I think that's the problem. And I think a reason why people are shy when it comes to networking yeah. is that it's the assumption that the person that you're trying to network with just sees you as a user, that you don't have any value that you mm. can offer them in return. And that's something really big that people have to remember is that it is kind of a quid pro quo. It is a mutual benefit that you're providing each other when you network saying listen i know that you you've been in the game longer than me you've got more experience you could mm -hmm. introduce me to new people what have you but i'm a fresh talent and i have these raw skills or this kind of vision and i just want to be able to branch out more and i think you could help me with that mm -hmm. and that's going to benefit you too and so i think when we're looking at the person who might have more leverage in that situation they need to be open to that they need to see the potential because you were once there too. Like, mm -hmm. you weren't born, you know, at the top of the hill. You weren't born being the executive or, or whatever. Exactly. So just being able to reach back. And I think that's what's so amazing about Wegbara. Shout out to Barbie. Woo! Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That there is that energy and that there 100%. is that, that value of sisterhood. And, yeah. you know, we're all in this together. So when everyone's winning, that's when you're winning. It's exactly. not just when one person's doing well. And speaking about Wegbara, like, obviously, the first time I had my shoot with them at an event, I realized, wow, you know, they're really doing their thing, you know, because yeah. it's not hard to do. It's not, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's <laughs> <Hello>. not, <laughs> it's not easy to do your, to make your, like, to do your own business, especially having people involved with your business as well. Yeah. And I told Barbie, I remember speaking to her, I was like, I've done a lot of shoots, Barbie. I've done a lot of events and I've seen a lot of people start their business. They're not doing it like you because you're really prepared. It's, she's organized. Like this girl's oh, organized, yes. does things, boom, 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 done. Right. Next Tight ship. Yeah. You know, in advance, April. She already got stuff sort of for April, March, and this year already. She has stuff. She's amazing, honestly. And like to have people involved and to feel connected is great as well. Do you know how hard it is to have a, your own community? Yeah. There's not a lot of communities in this world, and I feel like she's definitely created a space for these girls, which is just awesome. And when I went there, just as a photographer, not a member, I felt well connected th to these people. I felt like I'm learning from these people because don't get me wrong, these people are not just some small, small, bit, you no. know, these girls are big bosses. Right. You know, I was sat on the table, someone's a doctor, someone's this, someone's that, someone's in tech. I said, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm on, the, I'm on the right table. Exactly, put some respect on their names. Please. Honestly. <laughs> so when you've seen all this come together it's amazing what she's doing is honestly amazing i really want to see how it all goes in the future because i just think it's gonna be big yeah absolutely i'm so excited to see where rigbar is gonna go even this year mm -hmm. in terms of like mentoring with the debutantes and things because those girls i've spoken to some of them they are so on it mm -hmm. they are so intelligent and it's really amazing to see girls who are like 19 20 who already mm. have this vision of where they want to be in life yes 
and they're also open to how they're going to get there because I think that's massive and regardless of whether you're creative whether you go corporate whatever you yeah. do that you know where you want to get to your end goal but then how you get there you're adaptable yeah that's massive yes yeah. and when I met these girls as well I really felt like they were so relatable to you you know speaking to them about where they are now you know a lot of them are older than me so I do learn a lot of advice and they're just wise so I just love what, what they've got to say and you know I feel like for me I have been a girl who just liked working hard and just you know, I started my business when I was 17. You know, I like, I'm a Capricorn. I like money. Hey, I was going to ask actually what your sign was. Come on. Yeah, I'm a hard worker. So, you know, being in a room with these girls, it was great because, you know, when I speak to some people my age, they don't know what they want to do or, um, you know, the way they talk as well and the way they act mm-hmm. is completely different to how I act sometimes. I sometimes like not all the time, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I like to be out with girls who like to party, but sometimes I like some brainy girls who like to talk right. Yeah. You know, who know how to um, speak to people correctly, know, you know, just great woman. I don't think she understands that she has such great, powerful woman around her. It's crazy. I actually watched something and it was along the lines of when you have thoughts, the thoughts are not just going to you, it's going to other people too. You're not the only one having that thought. Yes. So if you decide not to make any action or do any action towards those thoughts, it's just going to bounce off to the next person's head. Yeah. So just do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to miss the opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember, because in the future, this is like future, future. I do want to have like a fashion line, maybe. Okay. I want to bring all my creativity and just make a fashion line, but like the marketing side, you know what I mean? Yeah. Grace Olukani. Oh, come on. <laughs> yes. Olukani. <laughs> but Oh, that's a new one. I'm right. like, let steal that from okay, you. Gonna on. send you a PR package. Too. Yes, yes. <laughs> but like, when I was doing um, kind of like a mood board, how I'd want things to be like, again, this kind of made me realise how creative I was. Mm-hmm. But I did a design and the design was basically based on like heat. So you know where heat is like blue, red, orange. Yeah. And I kind of made like a, um, I wanted like a heat type trousers or heat type top. Yeah. Tell me why. My, they didn't steal it off me, don't get me wrong, because I didn't send it to anyone. Mm. But And I, I did show a couple of my friends. So when I sent it to them after, um, I think Jaded London posted um, a heat uh, thingy. Yeah. I was like, damn! Right. That thought really bounced on somebody else's head. Do you yes. know what I mean? I could have done that. Of course, there's always an element of luck that you're you're going to make it and, and everything. But I think there's that self-conviction, that hard work. Yeah. Not to sound like Kim Kardashian, like, <laughs> child, listen. <laughs> you all have the same 24 hours, guys. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah. that belief is definitely true. I do think, you know, no one's going to believe in yourself apart from you and God. I do have to say God because God is number one there as well. But, you know, when you do want something, do it because no one else is going to push you the way you will push yourself. Mm-hmm. If you know you can do something, you know. No one else is going to know. I only know a little bit of your potential. I don't know everything, you know. Right. But a lot of people, you know, a lot. I think a lot of people fail because they actually don't know their own potential. Mm-hmm. They don't believe that they can be the next or the next or the next, yeah. you know. Yeah. They don't do that. And that's one thing I've just realized recently, especially, do you know what I mean? I've grown in the creative side. So I'm still learning, don't get me wrong, but I've seen this a lot more. But a lot of people do not believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. 
you no. know, they're too scared to do certain stuff like post or they think people are going to judge. When I first my when I made my first ever page, I was so scared about what people are going to say. Like I was in school and I made my page, but I was like, oh my god, everyone's going to bully me. I was going to tease me, aren't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. I did it. What happened? I'm still alive. Yeah. Did you <laughs> I'm die? Still alive. Did I die? <laughs> did I die? <laughs> no, I did not die. I'm still alive. You know, I feel like we just need to take the fear out of stuff. You know, the le- like, you know, just don't fear about doing certain stuff and don't care about other people. Like I said previously, you know, you just believe in yourself. Yeah, that's it. And I think that's ultimately it, isn't it? That yeah. you're competing with yourself. Yeah. You're trying to impress yourself at the end mm-hmm. of the day. When you finish your shifts, whether you are a creative, whether you're a corporate, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing, and you sit down and you think, damn, I did that. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. Because for me, that's actually also about everything I do is for me, no one else. And I only ever want to make myself happy. That's the one thing. Like, even as well, that's why I like to do a lot of things that... I don't want to do, but I just do it because if there's one thing I don't want is regret. I don't want to be in my deathbed and think I could have done this. Mm. You know, I want the best for my life. I've never, I didn't come from such a wealthy family. You know, I didn't have the luck to do all this stuff. So ultimately, I just want to do everything for me and my family. Yeah. So what about you though? Like, is that the same for you? Would you feel like, you know, have you always wanted to do what you do since when you were younger or did it change? I think over time it's definitely changed. And I found that with me, mm-hmm. I, it's resonating so much that you say you, you like to vision things and like you have a kind of idea of what you want to see at the end of it. Yeah. And so I'm currently moving into like brand strategy and PR, that kind of mm. thing. Because working in finance, like I'm not really a numbers gal myself. Yeah. So I've always wanted to be able to find that middle ground between, okay, this could be maybe more practical because I'm type A, I'm not going to lie. So like that, <laughs> that practicality, but also mm. have that kind of creative spin on it as well. So I think that's where I found my sweet spot. And I love being able to say to people, listen, it's all well and good that you know what you're doing and that you have a business. But if you can't engage people, mm. if you can't speak to the hearts and minds of people, they're not going to listen to you. Exactly. It's not enough for you to come in your, you know, pale blue shirt and, you know, your gray suit or whatever and just drone on and on and on people want to actually feel like they're being spoken to, not at. Exactly. And so I think that's where I found what works for me. And I really enjoy that. I really enjoy being able to kind of make something more accessible to people. I love that. Oh, Gracie, thank you so much. This is an amazing <laughs> conversation. I had so much fun. Just, like, Me too. Shopping it up. And, like, I feel like there are so many similarities between corporate and creative, whether you're a freelancer, whether you're salary, Definitely. what have you. And I just want people to see that there are bridges between the two. Yeah. Not to have that binary thinking that, you know, you can only be one or the other, mm. or that there aren't opportunities for you to try both because there are. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's so exciting to hear about <laughs> your creative process and everything. I love the way your mind works. Oh, thank so you. I'm so glad I met you today. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. And nice talking to you as well. Your good vibes. Thank you. Thank you know, you. not every day you meet good vibes people. Some people are grumpy, especially Londoners. Yeah. Ooh, Don't God. kill me. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a native Londoner, but I can say that. Like, we need to work <laughs> on it, guys. Listen, we need to, I don't know whether it's the vitamin D deficiency, what something, we need to make that go away. Do something Honestly, <laughs> because when I come to London, like, I'm, I'm nice to people. People always like, has she got an interior motive? Why is she, why is she being nice? What? What is nice? Like, We're traumatized by the rent prices. Yeah, Forgive us. <laughs> You know what? Forgiven. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Lux Life podcast. We hope you enjoyed and we hope that you'll return soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
it's not use the lifestyle. I am the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I want to be the lifestyle. Yes. Because I don't. I deserve nothing more. I d- nothing less. Nothing less. Yeah. I deserve everything. What? I don't know why I said you that. You deserve everything that Cut she that wants. Out, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve everything. Everything that she wants and then everything. Some.